He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The Transparent Truth. Welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Five Star Friday with my man, Greg Biggins. GB, what it do? We got some five-star guests today. Me and you. <laughs> there's That's no, there's no question, GB. We are five stars, and anybody that disputes that, they need to get slapped upside their proverbial head. Okay. That's what I'm saying. We, we we got a lot on tap today in terms of teams, players, camps. So I'm ex- excited about some of the dialogue that we're going to have today. Uh, but before we get to that, GB, we always got to remind people about our Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. And we're back. Greg Biggins, this is a big weekend for high school football. Interesting enough, it's May, and it's a big weekend in the springtime. Nonetheless, we got the third annual Orlando Scandrick Elite 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. A lot of big-time teams, GB. What do you think, man? You know, I'm kind of excited. You know, I, again, 7-on-7, seven seven, it kind of ran its course for me. I don't know if it was 7-on-7 seven seven itself or maybe just seeing the same all-star teams every weekend. And I got much love from my guys at Premium and Ground Zero and Proway and BBT and Rare Breed and all of them, Coach T, Kenyon. I'm kind of excited about these about high school football kind of coming up and, and seeing – you know, these seven-on-seven teams, and this, tell you what, man, Orlando Scandrick, who I covered in high school back in the day, third annual tournament, it's kind of a big deal, um, but also, man, it, it's college showcases, it's uh, there's a lot going on with high school football now, it's kind of a fun time. No, it is a fun time, and uh, you know, Orlando Scandrick, a, a guy who grew up up here in Southern California, he's having his third annual Elite seven on seven tournament. I've recruited Orlando Scandrick. Listen to this. Listen to this story. I recruited Orlando Scandrick my second year of coaching. I was at Hawthorne High School. I got hired as the defensive coordinator there. And Orlando Scandrick had played on a Pop Warner team that was awesome. It featured Orlando Scandrick at quarterback, Kenny Ashley, the former Servite and Venice running back who signed with USC. Um, Jonas Mouton, former Inglewood High School star, um, also a, a linebacker kid. I don't want to mention his name uh, for particular reasons, but it was a loaded group. They were a championship team. They played at Inglewood Pop Warner, and Scandrick was the quarterback 
What's wrong with his linebacker? I think the fans want to know what's the story behind this linebacker. Why did you bring him up, Coach Key? Well, I mean, because he was the kid projected to be the five-star. Okay. Uh, the kid, for, the kid's name was Dre Carr. He was projected to be the five-star. He was an absolute... Ray Lewis. Oh, he was just a he was a Ray Lewis reincarnated. He was intimidating. <laughs> he was aggressive. He was fast and physical. And uh, everybody just knew that this kid was going to be the, that five star linebacker. So has you, you know, he ran into trouble, was always kind of into some mischief. It seemed he was from the city of Pasadena and uh, he just could never get on the right track. Uh, and I don't think things ended up very well for him. But nonetheless, Orlando was the quarterback on that team. And I remember watching that team, going to see that team play. And we really wanted to get Skandrick. We thought he was really good. Kenny Ashley was a phenomenal running back. Just a bruiser tailback uh, seven yards deep in the backfield. But nonetheless, GB, the Skandrick 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, we got teams in group one. Los Alamitos, Modern Day, Sarah. Arcadia, San Pedro, and Troy. What stands out to you in that group, GB? Well, you got to throw out Los Al because, again, kind of keep telling the Orlando Scandrick story. He went to Los Alamitos, sure. and he and Jeremy Childs were a dynamic duo. One-two punch. It was kind of ironic. You know, Childs was the one that held the national offers. Orlando was kind of the lesser-known guy. Um you know, played both ways, ended up going to Boise State, and shoot, man, he's still playing the league, and everyone else on that team, they had a running back named Cortez Rice, who was like a big-time guy, and mm. Los Al ended up going to the finals and losing to Deshaun Jackson and Long Beach Poly team in the finals that year. Oh, wow. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was 2004. But Skandrick is, it was a baller back then, um, kind of, a, again, kind of underrated a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's why I didn't have the national offers that, Again, went to Boise, and it's a great story. So, moving back to the tournament, obviously, uh, so Los Al, that's the, that's the host team. You gotta, you gotta, you know, throw out Modern Day, right? I mean, they're the defending national champs. Sure. I'm just curious how many of their guys are going to be playing. I know, obviously, Mace is out for the year, and Brim McCoy's been, you know, recovering from a hernia. I don't know if you even knew that. Coach he had hernia surgery not too long ago, so he has set out the last couple months or so. Obviously, Modern Day is still loaded, but they went one and done, and they. Uh, passing down term a couple weeks ago, but look at their talent with Cody Epps and uh, Michael Martinez um, at the receiver position, about, uh, Brady Huff and Dixon. Yeah, yeah. The secondary, you know, they have guys the everywhere. Bad boys. Mike Cradell. Yep, yeah. yep. The Shark Gang. Yeah, my, so, hey, Mike Lowry, Marcus Burnett. We're talking about, of course, Elias Ricks, Darion Green, Warren, two lockdown cover corners. T- tell me a little bit about this Cody Epps, GB. I don't know Nemo. much about him. Yeah, I like him. You know, he actually had nine catches last year for five touchdowns. So he was kind of like the fifth or sixth guy that kind of came in. And uh, you watch his tape, and you know what? He can do some things. He, yeah. He's he's quick. He's fast. Uh, he's polished. He's got good hands. He played for premium. They had a, a 2020 team that was really, really good this year. And Cody was one of the guys on that team. And so I think he's a guy. They're going to need him to step up. You know, they're going to need them to step up for sure. They graduated some really elite-level receivers. And now you look at Huffman Dixon and Brew McCoy, that's going to be the one-two punch. But I think uh, either Cam Gardner or Cody Epps, one of those two guys needs to be that third guy for Marty to have a really, really big-time year. And I say big-time, I mean like a state title year. Otherwise, you know, if you just have Brew and Huffman Dixon with Michael Martinez at tight end, that's still really, really good. 
They need a third guy. They need a third receiver. I'll say that's pretty good. Are you kidding me? Two four-star guys and a five-star guy? I'll take that any day of the week. Twice on Sundays. Yeah, Bryce Young at quarterback. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, dollars. You got Sarah. Sarah's got some athletes, man. They're my pick. They back seat. Yeah, I they, think they're my they're pick to pick. win it. Yeah. With to win this tournament, you I, think they're going to win it? I do. I think this is going to be a big coming out party for Doug Brumfield. Uh, I love the transfer, Melquan Stovall. We know about the Joker, LV Bunkley. You know, Max Williams is going to go a little both ways in the slot, yeah. and also playing corner. Be on the lookout for Ron Ron Gilliam, 6'2 speedster, athletic playmaker on the outside. They're loaded in terms of, you know, athletic talent on offense. Uh, defensively, I'd be anxious to see who that corner is going to be opposite of Max, um, what the linebackers look like, especially considering uh, they lost um, my guy who signed at Arizona State, who was the Under Armour All-American. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Merlin Robinson. Merlin Robinson, excuse me. Sorry Anthony, about that. Anthony Beavers is a guy who I'm, you know, another guy I like, I've liked a lot sure. this offseason. I think he'll probably play some safety. So I'm curious about the opposite corner. Yeah. Of Max as well, but obviously Max will, will you know be able to to handle his island over there pretty well. So yeah, I like Houston. Sarah never usually does that great in these. I've seen him with I've seen him at these seven islands with the Dory Jackson over you know playing at the Battle of the Beach at Edison and like I don't even think those teams made it all the way to the, the finals or the semifinals. They always get kind of tripped up. So yeah, like you said, man, Doug Brunkfield though, if he leads this team to a uh, to a tournament title, shoot! If he if Doug leads them to the semis, I'll be impressed because this tournament is pretty loaded. Um, you know, look at the rest of that bracket again: Los Al, Troy, Arcadia, and San Pedro. So we're thinking what Modern Day and Sarah probably the two teams to beat in this one. Yeah. How about move on to Group Two? Move on to group, group Two. Yeah, it's a loaded group, somewhat. We yeah, have a team called. St. John Bosco. <laughs> they're pretty good at football. They're hungry. They yeah. have, they're going to have the eye of the tiger. No question. They're going to have a quarterback who goes by the name of DJ Wobi Alalai'i. <laughs> wait, wait. Say, he, that one, say that one more time, GP. Second, I, can't, I can't say it again. I'll try. <laughs> DJ Wobi Alalai'i. He is second to none, and he has been spinning the football really, really well. No baseball for him this offseason. It's been all football, man. He's going to be ready to go. He's got some weapons, man. I don't know if Kobe Bowman is going to be out there because he's running track. And, dude, some of these track times that Kobe's been running. Pretty impressive. Times, man, yep. Kobe's been very impressive. Chris Hudson uh, will obviously be out there. I think he'll be doing well. Um, Jake Bailey. You know, Jake. Jake's like that that fifth Beatle, man. He's like Ringo Starr, the fourth Beatle. He doesn't get, doesn't get much mention, but Jake's always just dependable. He's Ringo Starr. Jude. Don't talk about him much, but you, without without Ringo, you don't have the Beatles. How about Jew Wolf? <laughs> How about Jude Wolf? Let's get Jude the ball. Yeah. Uh, I let me, uh, is somebody yeah, going to guard that six-foot guy in the middle, six-foot-five guy in the middle of the field? Probably not. I'd be looking for Jude if I was DJ. But like you said, they got a loaded uh, skill court, uh, core group of guys. And in the backfield, you know, the Polynesian powerhouse, <laughs> George Halani's a man-child. And, and don't forget about the Sand Beast. He's a total bull. Uh, they just uh, embarrassment of riches Savage back there too. Keith Savage embarrassment of riches for Bosco. Um, I like Sarah. I just think that they're going to play hungry. Bosco's going to be hungry. It's going to be tough to knock DJ out in a passing league game or a passing league tournament. 
They're loaded. I'm interested to see GB Westlake. Who's going to play quarterback for Westlake? They've seemed like they've gotten three quarterback transfers. Everybody's vying for the starting yep. job. I like Blaze McKibben, the six foot five, six foot six righty from Sarah who transferred over. Uh, but they've got a couple of guys who've transferred in. Of course, you know D.A. Gabriel Floyd, one of the top linebackers in America, playing over at Westlake. Cam Fabukilainen, the University of Washington commit, man in the secondary. It's going to be interesting. Westlake Warriors, hey, they got players. They've got talent. You Don't sleep on Westlake if they can settle on a quarterback and not play three of them. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like Blaze too. I think Blaze uh, Blaze needs to be the guy, and um, you know we'll see though. This, these were these tournaments that probably are, they probably will play everybody because it's just a meaningless passing tournament. No, it's not, it's not meaningless, Greg. It's not meaningless. Yeah, it's meaningless. No, in the grand scheme of things. Well, grand in the grand scheme, things, yeah, in a grand scheme, sure, but in a competitive scheme, not quite. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm using this tournament. Yeah, you want to win, but I'm using this tournament to kind of help me in my evaluation process. Sure, so, sure. you know, if I want to win, I'm probably going to play Blaze. But if I want to see all the three quarterbacks that, that are in there. And um, shoot, maybe Blaze lays an egg and someone else comes up. And but, uh, dude, Bosco, we kind of you know forgot to talk about their secondary, which is which was pretty good, right? We got Tyler Toller moved in over there. We got Trent McDuffie, who I imagine will play some receiver if Bowman can't play in this sure, tournament. Sure, Chris Steele. Um, they got some guys, man. Boston's got some guys. They got some linebackers. They got some good players. Raylan go forth. Hopefully, he he steps up and has a really really good senior year. I want to see more out of Raylan this year than I saw last year. But secondary and receiver combination, Bosco to me might be more loaded than anyone. Oh, they're, they're loaded. They they don't. Uh, you know what? They take second to none. I can tell you that. I'm interested to see what Alamany looks like. New head coach Casey Clawson, yeah. uh, kind of running the show up over there. What, I know they got a transfer quarterback in there. Um, just kind of see what type of athletes they're going to bring to the table. You know, Casey does a good job running offense, creating space, getting guys the ball uh, with a, the ability to run after the catch. So that'd be interesting. Notre Dame also has a young quarterback. Speaking of Notre Dame, I want to touch on really quickly. Bosco has got a 2021 kid, Bo Collins. Yeah, Look out for this guy. Oh yeah, we talked about him before when he, when he made that move Ooh. in there. They love him. They Look him. out for this guy! Yeah. I can just imagine Bosco playing Notre Dame in this tournament, and the Notre Dame uh-huh. coach looking at Bo Collins like, "All right, yeah, yeah, All I right. hear you, yeah." But uh, that's that, never fun. Yeah, no, no, GB. I've been in that. Uh, let me see. Have I been in that situation before? I have as a player. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just not fun. It's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Uh, so we'll uh, see what happens. You transferred from what losing her to yeah, when I, yep. losing her. Like yes, in a, in a yes. I played against my 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 childhood friends. I played against my old coach. You know, I was excited to play, but it just traitor. did not. It, it didn't feel They're right. Banned. Yeah, it didn't feel right, man. Anyways, Group Three GB, a team that I think that is going to be in the championship game. Calabasas, Calabasas, Jaden Casey, Casey, Micah yep. Pittman. Superstar Johnny Wilson, and don't mean to shade Michael Pittman. He's a star in himself. Uh, they got action. They they've got a lot of talent too. Uh, you know, Johnny hasn't been around much. You know, uh, he had an injury. I yeah. want to say it was a shoulder yes. that he hurt at the pylon. So I'm curious if he's going to be playing in it. And obviously, yeah. if he can't go, that's going to be a, a little bit of a blow. But uh, uh, by the way, that Miller Moss. 
is the quarterback from Alamany. Yes. And he looks really good. I've heard a lot of great things about him. Yeah, he's a young he's a young pup. 2021 yeah. kid, I want to say. Light, lot of lot of upside, very bright future for for Miller. I was I, his name was escaping me while we were talking about group two. I didn't want to leave him out, but yeah, he's gonna make it go for Casey. But Calabasas looks like they got a lot of weapons for sure. Whether Johnny Wilson can go or not, Keith and Good, another guy who can who can do some things there. Whether he's playing running back or, or playing on both sides of the ball. How about Narbon? <laughs> Again, not really built for seven on traditionally. Again, seeing at a ton of these tournaments, always they're always at the Battle of the Beach. Never really do a whole lot. But I feel like now, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting more out of them this year because they I mean, are just so they good. They just won a state title, Greg. I don't know what else you're going to expect out of these guys. No, I mean, I don't think they even made it to the quarters of this tournament last year. I mean, they, they got bounced pretty early at this schedule okay. last year. Okay. They had Jalen Chapman, that quarterback. Yeah. They, had, they had receivers. They had dudes. They come off a state title win, I think, or at least a, a city title. They, I think they won the state two years ago. Yeah, they were in the regionals. But, uh, but still, Jake Garcia yes. will run the show, right? With, you know, I'm hearing Joan Collins is, is living up to his, his his hype, his rep. Yeah, man. He's looking very, very good. Seven, Seven McGee. McGee. Play yeah. him at slot, play him out of the backfield. How about young Josh Aaron Jackson. East? Yep, Aaron, Aaron East. Josh Jackson. Very, very yeah. good. Josh Jackson looked very, very good. Yeah. I mean, could be their best receiver core, maybe ever. Wow. I mean, they, they have four or five legitimate D1 kids at the same time. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty good. No, they're loaded. They're Secondary loaded. wise they'll have some dudes. So, how about La Habra? That'd be fun to see some of those scrappers go up against Narbonne, some of those receivers. Hey, here's Clark Phillips. Have fun <laughs> with him. Clark Phillips is a problem. I don't care who you are. Clark Phillips will be a problem. Uh, Jacoba Fuamatu. He will definitely be an issue in the we'll middle of the field. Oh, he's yeah. gonna, he's he's going to make some contact in the middle of the field. You can you can bet your bottom dollar on it. Uh, we talked a little bit about our sleeper of the week this week on Wednesday. Mitch Anderson, he's a guy that can get down the field in a hurry. Gabriel Hernandez, a safety that can make plays on the ball, is always in position with a high IQ. Hopper's got some good players. and they, oh, Coach Mazada does a great job coaching. I remember coaching against him in a passing tournament, passing league, and his kids are just always in the right spots, playing discipline with, with, with intent eyes, very physical. They're going to be a hard out. I can guarantee you that. They're not going to have the most talent. They will be talented, uh, but they're going to play discipline. They're going to play hard, and they're going to play aggressive. Yep. That's for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Um we also have what we have Burbank, we have Warren, and we have Western in that group three. How about the sleeper of group two? Maybe the sleeper in this whole entire event. How about those fighting Calvin Bryant's at Compton, Coach Keith? How about them? You got a hey. chance to do some damage in this thing? Calvin is knowing <laughs> what he can do as a kid coach. All those guys he put in the next level without, you know, much help from any assistance. My guy Calvin can do some things. Compton High School in the Elite 7-on-7 tournament. They get a chance to go up against, let me see who they play in Game 1. Game 1, they play Downey, a CIF Southern Section um, championship team. They didn't win it, but they were in the finals. CIF finalists, excuse me. In Game 2, Compton does not play anybody. They got a bye. I like, no one wants to play them. They're afraid. Keep going. Who's game three? Game three, they play Bosco. 
Ooh, that'll be the be game tight. that I'll be watching. That'll be a tight one. It's going to be a good one. You got to stop that 6'5 quarterback and that 6'6 tight end. But you got the players. You can get it done. And then game four, they play your guy uh, over there, Coach Rooney, Notre Dame versus Compton in a battle of behemoths. That could be to see who comes out of that bracket with the number one seed. That's I, what I think. I think you might be right. <laughs> R- wrong. So you're calling. You're so let's, You're calling Sarah. That's your pick to click to win this uh, thing. You know what? I like Sarah. I want to pick them. They're my alma mater. You know what? I'm going to pick them. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm going with Sarah, even though, uh, you know, Bryce Young, he doesn't lose much, if at all. DJ is a super. And then I love Jaden Casey, and Narbonne's got supreme athletes. But I'm going to go with Sarah. I really, really like Doug Brumfield, the big lefty. Their skill talent is very good. And um, these guys have been playing together now for a year or so. And that 2020 group at Sarah, I think, is special. I'm going with the Sarah Cavaliers, my alma mater, to take the Orlando Scandrick Elite 7-on-7 Tournament Championship. All right, man, you're on the record. I'm going to go on the record and go with an underdog. I'm going to go with Bosco. (laughs) How did I know you were going to say that? Yeah, I just feel like, you know what, no one else is going to pick them. I want to be that guy. You know, I like the odds. Stacked against them. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bosco underdogs, out of that man. thing, and yeah. yeah, the underdog team. I like to go for the underdog team and, and go for the team who no one else is gonna you know knows too much about. How about the so, uh, how about the fighting Raul Laras, the Warren how, Bears? How about Raul Laras YouTube videos of him like benching like three plates on each side like it was uh like it was nothing, dude. He's getting jacked. Right, hold on. Raul Lara has YouTube videos benching three plates, dude. He's got. He's got videos of him doing like shoulder press, for like a thousand pounds. He's like the Incredible Hulk right now. I don't know what he's what he's doing. Who does he think he is, Ocho Cinco? I don't know, dude. The guy <laughs> is jacked, though. Raul Laura is jacked. Wow, my that's... guy, man. He's 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 coming for someone. Well, hopefully his team is benching and his players are benching more than he is. They're gonna need it, considering, uh, you know, game one they have Narbon. And Jake Garcia, Seven McGee, and those guys. So, uh, Coach, you can be swole as all you want to, but if your linebackers ain't hitting nothing, it's going to be a big-time problem versus the Gauchos. How about that? I hear you, man. Hey, guess where I'm going to be this weekend? Where you headed, GB? What you got going? I'm going to be in Vegas. Really? Yes, sir. What's going on out there other than the uh, the pool parties and getting there ready for a, Memorial uh, Day? So there's, a, there's an Elite 11 in Vegas. They need some quarterbacks, man. This is a little bit of a down year for quarterbacks, oh. and this is a chance for some guys. A kind of a, a last event. This might be the last regional event for the student sports guys. The Vegas Elite Eleven. I think they've only locked in like, gosh, like six or seven quarterbacks so far have made the uh, actual final Elite Eleven, which is going to be in Redondo this year. They take, they pick they pick twenty four guys. Yeah. Work out for three days in Redondo, and from there they go down to 12, and those 12 make the opening finals. Um, so we'll see, man. I saw a couple guys are going to be coming there. How about a, you know, K McNamara, Jacob Conover, Hank Bachmeyer will be there, uh, David Baldwin's going to be there, Michael Johnson Jr. Mm. is going to be there, yeah. Um, Brandon Costello is going to be there, so. I'm expecting a couple of these guys to rise up a little bit. 
make some noise and earn an invite. Now, are, is this just quarterbacks there, GB? Who are they going to be throwing to each other? Or are they going to no, be other positions? Gonna be, there's going to be some other guy, other players there. They're, they're kind of helping out um, some other positions. So it's, at the uh, other Elite 11 regionals, you know, obviously you can't have quarterbacks throwing to themselves. So, yeah, there's going to be some uh, some receiver DBs and, again, some guys that are, are pretty talented players who who have yet to make the opening that have a chance to go. And I know Josh Chachi Delgado will be there. I know Michael Pittman's going to be there. Ethan Ray is going to be out there. Um, Cam Fabi Claude and Mikael Wright are going to be out there in the secondary making some plays. So, yeah, man, I'm kind of excited. It should be good. Um, you know, I'm expecting a, a good time. Vegas usually is a fun time. The wife's coming along for Mother's Day, so I'm doing the doing the good husband thing, nice. bringing the wife along. Nice. We are gonna watch some. Well, I'm gonna watch some football during the day, and then at night we'll uh, we'll go do whatever. Go have some. Go have some whatever it is that, that people do in Vegas. I don't. I don't know who's listening to the show. So, <laughs> what, what, listen, just do me a favor. Whatever happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas. Yeah, I heard that. that. I heard that before. So. So we will both have some. You're gonna be you're gonna be in Los Alamitos. Yep, I will be in Los Alamitos. Ten minutes from my house. Excited to see this. Good tournament. Good field of teams. Good coaching. Should be a lot of fun. I was there last year, and uh, yeah, should be hot, man. You know, it's funny. There's always a dramatic difference between the high school seven on seven and the club seven on seven. Oh, are you kidding? Like it, it just and <laughs> everything about it is different. It just feels, dude. Speaking of, you know, you know who is going to be there? Our guy P two. P2. Yeah, P2. Is that Narbon? Yeah. He, I, I know we both love P2. I was going to say, that one of the, big, the biggest differences in the club in the high school is a little bit quieter, the high schools. Yeah. You know, not, not as much yelling and screaming, with one exception. <laughs> my friend, my guy, P2, will be out there. Last year, I think I told this story before at the Edison tournament, right? I was two fields away, and I'm walking over, and I just hear this, this loud, cackling, taunting, you know, Bosco, <laughs> it was like it was. And I'm looking. And I, I know that voice. I'm two fields away, and I'm walking. They're playing cathedral, and I just see this lady screaming at some guy, and this guy is screaming back at her. <laughs> and who could it be? None other than our guy P2. So this will be a little bit different. It'll be a little quieter, not as not as loud, not as many people on the sidelines screaming and yelling, with one exception. Our guy P2 will P2. be out there. He'll be ready to go. He'll be ready to show his Dashville fans what, what it's all about to be a true fan. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. He's going to lead the charge. He's going to be carrying the banner, the flag, whatever you got. He's going to try to stick it in the middle of the field. If they allow him on the field, nonetheless, P2 is going to be out there, and he will have the, the he will have that one-man crowd rocking. There's he will, man. If you're a Narbonne fan, a parent, and you're listening to this show, you are in for a treat. We got super fan. P2, Paul Edwards, will be out there in full effect, and it's going to be awesome because he is a great fan. He's not just for P3. He's for everyone. That's yeah, no, I love there's no him. doubt. There's no he doubt. He, he, he roots and cheers for everybody. But if the other team gets a, you know, a little bit lippy or they get a little something-something, he has no problem letting them know what's going on. So, But, uh, no, I wish I was going, man. This, I went the last two years. It's a really good event. Like you, man, Los Al is not far from my house either. It's like yeah. 15 minutes away. So. Yeah. I always prefer a close tournament. <laughs> no doubt. Into a long one. So uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your recap of it next week for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have it all broken down for you. Uh, so anyway, have a great time in Vegas, man. Elite 11. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun with a lot of quarterbacks. Have fun with the wife. 
Before we let the listeners go, we got to remind them to visit the Winter Circle. All right, listen, everybody, and I'm talking to you parents and you student-athletes. This is the off-season. This is your time to get better and improve. Come the fall, that's your chance to showcase yourself in front of big-time scouts like me and recruiters across the nation. Now, there are a lot of guys out there that claim to be trainers. They grab a whistle, grab a couple cones, but it's just not that successful. What I'm talking about is going big-time. Invest yourself into something special. Call my guy, Jordan Campbell, at Winter Circle Athletics. It's a facility in Corona, California with world-class, state-of-the-art technology, and equipment that creates world-class athletes. They understand human performance, health and wellness, and they customize programs to meet your athletic goals. They train specific for your sport and position. The Winter Circle has 50-plus Division I athletes over the last three years. They've added to a 50,000-plus square foot facility, and they also have a prep academy for 8th graders to 6th graders that concentrates on athletic development, social development, and academic development in their newly renovated facility. The Winter Circle Athletics, you can contact at WinterCircleAthletics.com. And we're back. We appreciate you for joining us. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, social media. We are out there. Be looking for the website. It's going to be popping up real soon. We got some things in store for you. Coach Keith is on the move. Find my man at Greg Biggins on Twitter, at Coach Keith underscore MP. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.